Hey guys, welcome to the Unpopularity Contest with your host Khadija Ba and Daria Taspinar. So, in this podcast, we get three anonymous unpopular opinions from the student body and we rate them in order of their unpopularity. So, the three categories that we'll rate the opinions in are the first one being rejected take, meaning that we think the opinion is very unpopular, we don't agree with it and we don't think many people would agree with it. The second category is 50-50, which means that we think that the opinion has some agreeable aspects to it, but also some unpopular aspects as well, and we're kind of on the fence about how we feel about it. And then the last category being a no-brainer, meaning we think this unpopular opinion is actually quite popular, and we agree with it, and we think that um, most people would also think that it's agreeable. So... Khadija, what's your unpopular opinion for this episode? All right. So I don't know how many of you guys have heard this song. Um, it's kind of all over TikTok and talked about, but the song Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. I actually think it's a pretty good song. And I think a lot of people are trying to like undermine it and be like, oh, it's like JCPenney music. It's like Disney Channel music. But, like, I still think it's really good. Like, it's on my playlist, and I'm I'm not ashamed to say it. Like, it's actually a good song. So, definitely overhated. But, Daria, what do you think? Okay, so, like, I see where you're coming from. Like, I don't think she should be hated for it, because I think she definitely, like, has talent. She has a good voice. I just don't think this is, like, the type of music that I would really choose to listen to. Am I so Like, I wouldn't be, like, I was listening to it, and I'm, like, not mad about it, like, um, but I guess I'm, like, kind of impartial, like, I don't hate it, but I'm also not, like, crazy about it either, but yeah, I don't think people should hate it, honestly, like, she's talented. <laughs> yeah, I think it's an okay song, I think it's, I mean, it's not, like, one of my favorite songs ever, um, it's, I just think it's okay, and you know, I, I think that the lyrics can be relatable for some people. And I think the fact that she's 17 is also pretty impressive. And the fact that she's able to, like, write that and make it... I don't know. I really like it. And also, I think the reason why I might be a little bit more of, like, I guess defending of it is because the drama around the song really intrigues me. About, like, Joshua Bassett and Sabrina Carpenter. Basically, like... She dated Joshua Bassett, and then he, like, said he was going to wait till she was 18 for them to, like, date or whatever, and then he went to Sabrina Carpenter, and then, like, that's why she wrote the song, because it's, like, he also taught her how to drive. He taught her how to drive. That's why it's called Driver's License. And, yeah, Sabrina. I didn't even know that. Yeah, it's, there's a lot of drama behind it, and I think that's, like, what makes me like it more true though like now i'm like more interested <laughs> i didn't realize that yeah it might just be a publicity stunt like honestly it probably is but it's still really really intriguing so yeah and nevertheless like yeah she is 17 and like writing this song and singing it and everything it is impressive i mean there are a lot of people out there who are famous and like don't write their own songs so. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> All right, Daria, what's your unpopular opinion? Okay, so my unpopular opinion is that people look best with their natural hair and, like, their natural hair color, like, natural hair type and natural hair color. Like, I do think people can rock, like, different hairstyles and, like, 
different colors and everything. But I don't know. I just think there's something about like wearing your hair completely natural. I just feel like it really does suit the person. And um, I don't know. I think we should just celebrate like natural hair more. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know, like always having to like straighten it or I don't know, do whatever. It's like, I just feel like, I mean, you should do whatever makes you most confident, but like, I don't know. I just personally think that people look really good with their natural hair. But what do you think? <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think so too. Um, I think even though, okay. I think it's cool that people can experiment though, like with like different kind of hairstyles and like, you know, haircuts and, you know, just like hair colors. I think that's a really cool thing, but I do agree that, like, people look best with, like, the way that their hair naturally is, but I also think that shouldn't be, like, that shouldn't stop anyone from, um, I don't know, experimenting, because if you don't try different hairstyles and different hair lengths and stuff like that, like, how are you going to know what it looks like, so? I definitely agree, yeah, you should still be out there, like, trying to figure out, um, different styles and, um, you know, do whatever you want, really, but just don't feel insecure with your hair. <laughs> like I just think people look good with their natural hairstyles yeah too. especially but my curly I, girls out there I see you yes you know curly <laughs> hair is so pretty um so you know I know it's hard to take care of and everything but I just think it looks really good <laughs> um but yeah I mean but then again do whatever makes you happy so if it makes you happy to like you know style your hair a different way color it I mean that's also good but yeah, just love your hair and love yourself is the message. <laughs> so yeah. Facts, facts. Yeah. Okay. So, um, going on to our first anonymous unpopular opinion from the student body, it is that under eye bags are so pretty. So, Khadija, what do you think about this one? This is a really interesting one to me because... I think if anyone would have told me that maybe 2019, I would have been like, what? (laughs) I just, I, I never would have thought of it that way. But I think recently people have been like, yo, it's like underrated for people. Like people with under eye bags look underrated. Like it low-key looks really good. And I'm like, yo, I low-key see it. And I used to be really insecure about having under eye bags. I was like, bruh, I look tired all the time. But now I really don't care because there's like... You know, people are appreciating it more, and I'm appreciating it more. Like, I don't know. I don't know if it if they're, like, pretty. Okay, I don't know if they're, like, something I would put on if I don't have. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't make myself have under-eye bags if I didn't have it already. But I think it's something that we should appreciate, like, about our looks. It shouldn't be something that we should be, like, ashamed of or try to cover up. I think it's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like, I definitely think if I heard this opinion, like, a couple of years ago, I'd be so confused. But now, I think it's, like, kind of becoming trendy. Like, I don't know. I've seen on TikTok, like, some people will, like, um, actually try to make their under eyes darker and stuff. And, I mean, that's kind of odd to me. Like, I mean, do whatever you want, I guess. But, in general, I like the idea of, like, you know, normalizing it um, and realizing that, you know, it actually is pretty because I think, you know, like, yeah, I, I don't know if I'd use the word pretty, but at the same time, like, I think you should, like, not be insecure about it. And I think I think it, it still looks good. Like, um, 
so yeah I think it's kind of cool that like it's becoming kind of like trendy because it makes people who have them like myself included like feel better yeah (laughs) about it which which is always good I mean like I mean because it sucks to like feel like you have to cover it up and everything so um I definitely like that about it but yeah still slightly conflicted because um I do know that like even though it's kind of becoming trendy there are people um who like have under eye bags that are like annoyed about it like I've been covering this up for so many years and now like all of a sudden (laughs) that's like (laughs) Like, the thing with freckles yeah Yeah, that's how people were with freckles they're like so you're telling me all these years I used to be made fun of for freckles and now people are big putting them on and I'm like sometimes though you just gotta I mean things change like trends become trends come and go that's the thing um I feel like the whole that's the whole thing like Trends come and go, but how you look shouldn't be, shouldn't, like, be trendy. Do you know what I mean? Like, the whole under-eye bags thing, it shouldn't be trendy for people to have under-eye bags. I think they're, again, like, I wouldn't use the word pretty, but I think they're, they're cool, you know? Like, there's nothing wrong with it. But I think when things start to become trendy, like, the way under-eye bags are becoming, it gets really bad because later when it stops becoming a trend, people are still going to be insecure about it. Same with freckles. Like, when it stops being a trend, people are going to start being insecure about it again. And I think everyone should just, like, appreciate the way that, you know, you look. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, it's kind of odd to me when something that you can't change about yourself, like, becomes a trend. Like, clothes being trends, like, obviously, like, that makes sense to me. But when it's, like, certain, like, facial features and stuff that become trends, it's, like, what we going to do now, you know? (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, I guess, like it's nice when the trend occurs because yeah it does make you feel better like if you have that certain feature that's trendy like it's I guess better than it never being trendy at all in a way because you do have like a moment where you like people are kind of like praising that feature that you have but yeah I agree that like once the trend goes away it's kind of like a mood killer (laughs) yeah but yeah either way I think I think it's good that people are starting to appreciate under-eye bags and stuff that people naturally have. I'm actually glad about that. I just hope that it's not one of those things that is just, like, a trend and then later on we're like, ew, that's gross, you know? I just want people to appreciate things always. Yeah, but I do think this opinion is really relevant because (laughs) it is becoming trendy. Yeah, it's it's very new. It's definitely, very like, a very new thing. I feel like yeah. maybe people have thought about this for a really long time, but just haven't said anything, like, about it. Or maybe more mm-hmm. people are realizing that now. Yeah. Definitely. All so, right. should we do the countdown? Yeah. Three. Okay. Two. two one. One. Fifty-fifty. Fifty-fifty. <laughs> yeah, I gave so, it a fifty-fifty yeah. because I think, again, it's very recent. And I think, honestly, a lot of people might have this opinion, just don't voice it or didn't voice it before. But, I mean, again, I feel like certain features being considered, whenever we talk about certain features being considered pretty or not, it will always kind of be 50-50 for me because, I don't know, I feel like those are things that are harder to agree on. But I agree with this person. I think that they, like, I mean, I've said this so many times, I, I don't know if... I would use the word pretty, but I think that they're great just the way that they are. 
but yeah yeah no I agree that we should like you know embrace our features and everything and yeah I think I agree with like maybe not using the word pretty but still I mean um they're cool and you know if you have them like I think they do look good and yeah I think the reason why I gave this one a 50 50 though is because I feel like I know a lot of people who agree with this but also a lot of people who are like nope still gonna cover up my eye bags yeah (laughs) um so I feel like it's kind of like it is a little bit controversial, you know, because I think some people are kind of mad about it, like the fact that, like, it's becoming trendy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. But then there are people who are thriving. So, I mean, this is a 50-50. But, yeah, I mean, when something is about looks, when it's something about a feature, I think it is hard to kind of go, um, like, one way or the other. Mm-hmm. You know, there's usually some... Um, disagreement about the matter yeah definitely all right on to our next opinion from an anonymous teen they say that although they're not a trump supporter trump wasn't really as bad as people pretended he was so daria how do you feel about this okay first of all i'm just gonna say like i'm really happy we got this opinion like i most definitely disagree but like i just find it so interesting that i got that we got this opinion um because after everything that's happened like i just i'm trying to think like i i don't understand how you can really think that trump wasn't that bad especially if you aren't a trump supporter because especially like i mean i could name countless things but what happened within the last month with like the insurrection you know he basically incited um this violent mob to basically um come to the capitol and try to stop um you know a democratic event from occurring so it's just i feel like after that personally i don't see how you can really think that trump isn't bad like he full well knew what he was doing and he's just been denying the fact that he lost like he does with everything else he'll never admit that he was wrong or that he lost something um whether it is related to race issues, climate change, uh, taxes, policy. I mean, I just feel like everything that he's done kind of has hate tied to it. Um, disbelief, like everything is against science. I mean, he doesn't believe in climate change. He's not listening to scientists when it comes to COVID. I mean, look at how many people have died. I mean, I know that it's a pandemic and people are going to die, but I mean, it could have been better than this. Like, this many people didn't need to die. And I'm sorry, but, like, I do blame Trump for that. I mean, he was kind of saying, like, the states, you know, just need to deal with it themselves. But when you're going through this type of an emergency, you need a strong federal government dealing with it. So I definitely blame him for that. And I mean, like, maybe if somebody told me this opinion, like... A year ago, I mean, I still wouldn't agree, but I feel like it's even like it's harder for me to agree with it now. It really is after everything that's happened. So, right? Did you know what do you think? <laughs> um, I agree with pretty much everything you said. I'm, I'm for firstly, I'm glad that I got the, that we got this opinion because I think that it's not really talked about, especially in our area, like with people I know. We don't really talk about, well, is the media's, like, display of Trump and how people paint Trump, is it accurate, you know? Um, I think news, the news will always have some sensationalist aspects to it. So they might 
over jazz some things but i think for the most part they've been pretty accurate with i mean like news sources that i watch like they've been pretty accurate in their critique of trump and i think it's because he's genuinely dangerous it's not even about like his own personal beliefs which are also stuff that i don't agree with but it's the fact that he's a populist he's in a position of power and people follow him because they see themselves in him and they think that he's going to lead them to some kind of like, I don't know, to some kind of like promised land or something like, you know, to do everything that they that they want, you know. And I think that's just very dangerous. And he's used that power knowing that he can really do anything. Like he has basically an army at the tip of his fingers. The fact that like he knows that and he just keeps like telling them to do things and like, telling them things that aren't true like of course people aren't going to see him in a favorable light and of course you know like of course I'm not going to like agree you know with a lot of stuff that he does a lot of people also think the same way again as you were saying like with um you know with what happened just this year even last year I think it's hard for me to I guess grasp this opinion you know, and I'm thinking like, um, cause everything I see about Trump is pretty, pretty accurate. It's pretty, I mean, I think it paints him in like an accurate light. You know, he's not a great, he wasn't a great president and he's not a great person, but yeah. And I, I don't think history is going to remember him well either. Honestly, um, I don't think so either. Yeah. Yeah. I just think he's done a lot of disrespectful things to like how this country runs and he's brought out, I mean, look, all these people that were basically bigots have been here, like, the whole time, but he's emboldened them to actually take action and, like, do things that threaten people, you know? He's emboldened yeah, before... them, I feel like, to do things that are actually dangerous. And to, like, for example, I've seen so many videos recently of, quote-unquote, Karens, but, like, just people in general, like... Straight up being like, go back to your country to people if they're speaking a different language inside of a store. Or to be like, literally calling people racial slurs in public. Things that are harmful to minorities. It's like, they've been emboldened by Trump and his actions and his words and his demeanor to do this. It's very dangerous, you know? It's not really about him, but it's the fact that he's just, he's he's a, he's a threat, <laughs> He's a threat and he has this insane power over people and I think it's really true what you said it's like these hateful people these baited people have been here and you know and, and they've had their beliefs but because of Trump because of the way he acts what he says they are now feeling like it's okay to be openly racist homophobic uh, xenophobic Islamophobic whatever it may be anti-semitic like they're just like now feeling like you know all right now they have the authority to do that um, and there are, unfortunately, I mean, it is your opinion, but I mean, there are a lot of people who do like Trump. So, um, you know, so for that reason, I think, okay, maybe this isn't all that unpopular. Cause I mean, there happen to be a lot of people who do, but I mean, I feel like if you're a Trump supporter and you're saying this, I feel like that's especially unpopular. I mean, if you're not a Trump supporter and you're saying that he's not all that bad, I feel like that's especially unpopular <laughs> right right so, yeah. do you want to do yeah. the countdown yep okay all right three, three two two
one, one rejected take. Rejected take. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't really know if I should. I mean, again, all opinions that we get on here, I think, are helpful and all valid, you know? That's what the whole point of it being, like, an opinion, you know? But I think this one kind of borders being a little bit, I don't know, of almost, like, not a f- not fact. or It's almost, like, not completely factual. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I think, I think I see where it's a little bit more complicated when we get to, like, how he's portrayed and, like, the bad light that we see him in. Because I do agree, you know, some news sources will be out there and they might, like, sensationalize things that he's done or, you know, his persona just for the sake of entertainment. But I think for the most part, news sources are accurate. And there's a lot of them, t- like, a lot of them are telling the truth. Like, I trust the media, you know, about, like, what he's done, obviously. And we know what he's done. Like, he's what he's tweeted out himself, what he said himself. So I feel like it's hard for us to kind of paint him in, like, a bad light and, like, say he's not as bad as we think he is when he's literally saying these things himself. Like, it's not really portrayal when it's him saying it. Yeah, and I think everything we talked about regarding this opinion in this episode, um, these weren't necessarily our opinions when we said this is what Trump did. I mean, these were literally things that he did. Um, And I mean, yeah, I guess you can say, like, okay, that's something he did, but I don't think it's that bad. But I really do think that history is going to look back and be, like, most of his presidential decisions, his demeanor, um, you know, the way he led the American people was just not okay. Yeah, um, agreed. So, yeah. But yeah, thanks again for, you know, sharing this opinion. It's still um, a valid one and, you know, something that we need to talk about. So that being said, let's go to the next opinion, um, which is that, um, well, it's from another anonymous team, <laughs> and it's that marriage is a scam. So Khadija, what do you think? Um. A little bit of background about, like, uh, what the person who um, wrote this opinion was saying, talking about, like, the fact that when you get married, you lose a lot of money, first of all, Um, you know, paying for big wedding in the first place. And then when it comes to, like, I think it was tax benefits, like, you don't get as much when you um, file married and stuff like that. Um, So, yeah, I definitely, our generation... I know, agrees with this heavily. I think our generation just really doesn't see the benefit in marriage as others did. And I mean, I don't know. I think if we're talking about government marriage, I think it is a scam. But also, there are spiritual reasons why people get married and there's spiritual weddings, you know? Like, you don't have to be married by the government to be married in, let's say, like Islam or Christianity, you know, you can do like a spiritual wedding that doesn't necessarily mean a government wedding. So I think if you're getting married for like spiritual reasons and, you know, to follow your religion and not really government related, I don't think it's a scam. I think it's it's pretty cool. But if we're talking about like, you know, getting the government involved, I think that gets a little bit more. I, I that's where I disagree with a little bit more. You know, I or agree with this opinion, but disagree with, like, the idea of marriage. marriage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. I don't think the government yeah. should be involved in marriage, to be honest, like, at all. 
Yeah, I think this is a really interesting opinion, and I'm honestly torn. I mean, I didn't even think about the whole spiritual religious side of it. But regarding that, I do agree, um, you know, I don't think that's a scam. I mean, if you're just following your faith and everything, I mean, and that's totally valid. I mean, even <laughs> getting married under the law is valid, too. But, um, you know, there are parts of it, though, that make you wonder. I mean, and it's not anything that you necessarily have to do, but it's things that have been normalized which is like paying so much money for a wedding dress and paying so much money for the wedding itself when you could be spending that money on so many other useful things, in my opinion, like saving for retirement, saving for um, even like vacation, travel, uh, you know, if you're going to have kids for their education. So I think it's kind of funny how, at least in America, like it's been kind of normalized to like spend so much money on the wedding and everything that goes along with it. Um, so I definitely agree with that aspect of it. But also, aren't there, like, benefits of being married as well when it comes to insurance? This was something I was thinking about, too. Like, um, like um, won't you be under, like, your spouse's insurance? Like, let's say your spouse is making – it has um, a higher income than you do. Then wouldn't you, like, reap some of the benefits of it? So I feel like – um, especially when it comes to like health insurance and that type of thing. So I feel like that wouldn't be a scam. Like that would actually be beneficial. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I just, yeah, yeah I, I know that there are definitely benefits of being married mm-hmm. like by the government. Uh, I think for me, it's just a bit of why does there have to be like benefits and faults to like, it just seems weird to me. Like, I don't know. It just seems weird to me that the government has to get involved in two people who love each other. I I don't know. It just doesn't really make any sense to me. I mean, of course... Part of me thinks that also you should um, have these benefits even if you're not married and you're just two people, you know, who love each other but just, you know, don't want to get married but are living together, whatever it may be, you know? Um, So... I feel like you shouldn't need that contract to get some of these benefits as well. (laughs) Yeah, very accurate. But yeah, I think, I think I I partially agree with this. I agree with like the whole like government marriage is a scam. But I mean, if we're talking about other kinds of marriages, then, you know, because also like people just get, I know a lot of people who just get married without getting like government married. And, I mean, they're happy, like, they live great lives, and it's fine. So. Yeah. No, I mean, you do you, you know? But, yeah, um, those are all valid points. And I do think that this is more popular among, um, like, Gen Z and the younger generations. Right. I do think that older generations are more inclined to disagree with this. Um, but yeah, I mean, I definitely see where this person is coming from and like, I see their point because, um, I feel like getting married to like, can just be like a big headache. And also if you think about it from the aspect of how high divorce rates are, like part of me sometimes thinks that it makes sense to just kind of like, you know, obviously be with somebody you love, but there's so much headache that comes with a divorce if that's what you know, you don't know whether that's going to happen or not, but unfortunately there's like a high likelihood that right. that could happen. So I think sometimes it makes more sense um, stress-wise financially as well to like, 
especially I think if it's like your second marriage or like your second time around, like if you got divorced already, mm-hmm. to just not get married. Yeah. <laughs> just because I think it causes more good than bad in some ways. <laughs> right. So, and yeah. I think another reason I thought of um, maybe pro-marriage is that, you know, growing up like with a family, if you have kids and stuff like that, you'd probably want to be married. But I mean, again, I think that they're they're very healthy families, you know, who have children who aren't necessarily married. So. Yeah. No, I mean, it could go any way, really. Um, But yeah, I mean, yeah, when you think of a family and um, a couple that has children, you typically think that they're married. And I think there are certain benefits that come with that. But yeah, there's also, um, you know, like anything else, there are also problems, too. So. All right, so should we go ahead and do the countdown? Yep. All right. All right. Three, three two, two, one. One. Rejected take. 50-50. So why okay. do you give it a 50-50? Did... I give it a 50-50 because um, I'm genuinely on the fence with this one. Like, I do see why this person would think it's a scam. Going back to, like, the wedding dress, the wedding um, ceremony itself, it's super expensive. Um you know, in general, I think there are, like, added costs and, like, added headaches that go with being married um, that you wouldn't have if you just decided to be with the person you love without that, like, contract attached to it. But at the same time, if you're thinking about, like, religious reasons, spiritual reasons, and also just looking at, like, what people, like, in the larger population would think, I think that this is pretty unpopular, actually, if you're looking at what most people would think. But I think considering that, like, um, you know, this is a Gen Z opinion, um, I do think that there are a lot more people in our generation that do agree with this. And I think that's kind of interesting to know, like, that this sort of, like, generational change in opinion regarding marriage, like, with kind of more negative outlook on it. So I wonder how that's going to turn out later on, <laughs> like, when we're older. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. What um, do you think, Why did you get this one rejected thing? Yeah, I think it's just because I, I don't think other generations necessarily agree. I think it's mainly, like, an us thing. And even though I agree, I think... I don't think it's that popular. I don't think people are really... Or think about, you know, what a marriage really entails before they get caught up in it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so I, I don't think, think many people go into it thinking this is a scam. It's always like, oh, we're in love. Like, let's just get married. So we don't really think, you know, that this is this is really like sharing your whole life. And a lot of money, you know, goes into weddings. And then you have to be willing to financially support another person. And if you have kids, then you are co-parenting and then financially supporting them. So it's a lot. But... I think a lot of people just go into it like, love, <laughs> let's do it. I think it's more so something that you don't think about going in, but then once you're in it or once your marriage ends, then you're kind of reflecting and you're like, ah, maybe I shouldn't have done this. <laughs> but, yeah, I love how um, you said once I'm... your marriage ends. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, not that all marriages end. <laughs> Sorry, I sound like such a pessimist. <laughs> 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 yeah, once once oh it God. ends. Once it ends, because, you know, 
no, no. Okay. No, not all marriages end. Um, it's okay. <laughs> this is just my mentality because I have divorced parents. <laughs> so I just think of things like that. I was going to say, like, divorced parents thing. Divorced parents things. Yeah, um, just ignore that. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> all right thank well you. i think that's it for this episode so thank you guys for listening <laughs> thank you guys for listening thanks to everybody who contributed with their opinions this was an especially interesting episode <laughs> thank you bye bye